Welcome to the Brave Bird Club podcast. My name is Sarah Oakley. And my name is Lucy Burgess. This show is all about courage, hope, pants and pants. So pull up your Brave Bird pants and let's get talking. Oh, it's Alan. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still alive, everyone. Don't worry. <laughs> what do we say before we start recording? You're better at starting, Sarah. <laughs> You're better at starting. I always muck it up and forget something. And then you went, what was it? Was it your light? <laughs> and my mic oh everything's just gone never mind we are here uh, <laughs> welcome to the brave bird podcast welcome to the calamitous podcast <laughs> yeah the podcast of calamity today we thought it'd be nice just to have a catch up the two of us so this episode we're going to chat about some questions that we've had in about communities and about friendships and just have a little update on where we're up to see where we go from there yeah see what tangent we take <laughs> no i am good i am i am very grateful it's is that your dog misbehaving yeah it's buddy misbehaving yeah. isn't it yeah i blame the parents yeah so i'm good i'm glad january is nearly over it's um been a very cold one and um it's just a dark, miserable month. And I think everybody gets it in their head. It's going to be a crap month. So it kind of is. <laughs> Perhaps we should start a sort of hooray for January next year. <laughs> so everyone can maybe be less miserable about it. Yeah, I'm looking, I'm looking forward. My, I have bloody hell. Your dog's an absolute reprobate, isn't it? Back in the room. Back in the room. So, I have flowers coming up in my garden. Little snowdrops. Always exciting when you see the little snowdrops. Because you know after that you've got the daffies and then you've got the tulips. And then, fucking hell, it's spring! You know, things get happening. So it's good, it's good, it's good. Really good. Oh, I think in our last podcast, was it the last one, we were talking about hitting a thousand downloads. And we were excited because we're nearly there. We've done it, haven't we? So January was good for that. We have done it. We're racing towards 2,000. We are. It seems that the 1,000 happened and then it went boom. Exactly. So I just wanted to take a bit of time to say thank you for listening. And we're so happy you're enjoying it. And we're starting to get messages through. And we've got a couple of questions today. And please keep them coming. Yeah. If you've got any comments, any feedbacks, we love questions. And just, yeah, Yeah. let us know you're listening. Because it's a bit strange because we talk to each other. And we know people are listening, but we don't know who's listening. We got a listener in Malaysia. Who are you? Can we come on holiday? <laughs> Do you have an outhouse and a chef? It's one of our mates on holiday. More likely to be one of yours. I don't know anyone who's gone to Malaysia. Well, they're not going to tell you necessarily, are they? Oh, by the way, Sarah, I must contact Sarah to tell her we're going away. <laughs> Yeah, like maybe that. it's like a friend of a friend who's listening. Anyway, thank you very much anyway, to our Malaysian yes. listener. We appreciate you and welcome to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there, that's great. And then a little update. 
We're so close to selling the pants now. We've just got to get through customs. It's the final hurdle then we're there. So that's awesome as well. Why do they, is there someone in there sniffing each pair of knickers or something? Why is it taking so long? What have they got to do with them? It's not like they're laced with cocaine, is it? I can't even start. Oh, shit, I shouldn't have said that, should I? (gasps) They're not laced with cocaine. (laughs) (laughs) Just a little bit of wacky-backy in the gusset. (laughs) A wacky gusset. Pants with a high. (laughs) Oh, special edition, a wacky gusset. That's what I said. We should do a special edition wacky gusset. (laughs) you get like a picture when you pull your pants down to go to the toilet there's a little patch right in the crotch of one of our faces (laughs) oh gross sorry maybe people might like that some people might really like that have us on the inside of your knickers get me in your knickers i want to get in your knickers i want to get in your knickers sexy wacky gusset knickers and do we have our mouth open on the picture? <laughs> oh dear. Oh, that's awful. Vibrating gussets! No, stop it. Ooh. That was literally a bit like, ooh, like I had vibrating gusset while I said that. <laughs> My <laughs> I do. I've got it figured out. A pair of knickers with either your face or mine or both that vibrates. I'll tell you what, no one else has thought of that. No, they would have a USP, a unique selling point. That's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so they're coming soon. <laughs> yeah, so are you with those vibrating knickers. <laughs> okay, let's do a poll. Let's do a poll. Would you wear vibrating knickers? I'm going to put it up now. (laughs) Oh dear, yeah. How do you do a poll? This is our issue. I don't know. Lucy does the Facebook group and I uh, run the Instagram account. Go on Clubhouse as well. And I've got a Twitter account, but I'm mostly talking about cryptocurrency and nfts there so people come thinking they're getting bravery inspiration and they get a crypto wanker it's me talking tech is it do you enjoy it though is it fun oh it's so fun yeah yeah it's really fun for me not for everyone yeah me and joe do it together we like sit up at night and like just talk crypto and talk nft projects and what did john and i talk about oh dear <laughs> you guys talk NFTs, and John and I talk about the most heinous things. <laughs> and we use my ear picker. He bought me an ear picker for Christmas, so I can see in my ears, which I love, and I put it up every orifice I can find. And on Christmas Day, where we got it, because we didn't have any children, we were sort of quite drunk. So we spent probably, realistically, an hour and a half using the mini camera over our bodies pretending to be spaceships because <laughs> you can see it on your phone so we were looking at the phone hours <laughs> <laughs> we didn't get bored oh, I love that where was the most interesting voyage to my bum hole 
<laughs> Bum holes again. I've never seen it before. Well, I've never seen it. When was the last time you saw yours? Oh, I've seen it. I've taken a look at quite a few times. I think it's really important to look down there. I've never looked. I was surprised at the colour. <laughs> well, I didn't realise it. It was the colour it was. I think we should set that as everyone's homework who's listening what to What colour's yours? We should do a poll. Would you look at your own bum hole? No, I think we should set it. I think we should set it as homework. Take a look at your private parts if you haven't recently. I think that's probably quite good. Hmm. I should think there are lots of people that haven't even seen their lady gardens. That's what I'm talking about. And that's something that we should know about. We should know what they look about, look like, shouldn't we? Really? Absolutely, and we should give them a yeah. I think so. I think it's important. Okay. I mean, okay. it's all the rage, isn't it? Pussy power at the I moment. I agree. And the more in touch with you are, the better. Okay, homework. Homework, guys. Yeah. And men can also check their bum holes. They have them too. There you go. Should we get to some questions? <laughs> right. Go for it. Do it. So we had this one come yeah. through on Instagram. She said she'd love to hear us chat about friendships and how they've changed over the years. What truly makes a good friend okay. in terms of separating fair weather friends and the ones that stick by you through thick and thin? Good question. Thank you for that. Very good question. I've been thinking and talking a lot about friends lately. As I've got older, I have definitely learned your friends are the people that you my my closest network which I'm very fortunate to say I have three of one of which you are included um I can say I can phone any of those people up and say can you come and pick me up at four in the morning from Scotland I'm stuck and I know they'll do everything within their power to do that um the other people may not, <laughs> but that's okay. Just to have three of that, three people, that's special, who I know if I go before them, they'll be at my funeral and I'll be at theirs. You know what I mean? If anything were to happen to me, I'd be more than happy for my children to go to any of these people. I think that's what it is. When you've got really, really close friends, really proper, in your heart, deep-rooted close friends, you don't need, they, they kind of umbrella everything. They're involved in uh, everything, good, bad, and in between. Whereas other friends are a little bit more, I don't want to say fair weather, because I think all friends are relevant and all friends are worthy and needed. Um, just some people tick certain boxes and others. And I'm sure I, I'm, I know I'm the same for others. You know, people see me as, as more of a sort of, you've got, you know, you've got sort of uh, friends of your children's, hang on, your children's friends' parents, which you also have stuff in common with, but maybe you wouldn't meet anywhere else. You know what I mean? So it's really broad. And I've definitely learned that um, it's definitely not the amount of friends you have. And I've also learned to sometimes, I've only done it a few times, to cut people out when they haven't been right for me. And that's been horrible. And I, I, I wish there wasn't that side to it. But I think it's necessary. People tend to cut 
do they? I was thinking people tend to cut me out more than I cut them out. <laughs> Don't know what that says about me. Or maybe I or or maybe I just notice it and I'm hurt by it more and it happens to more people. I remember I had a friend when I lived in Watford and we were I thought we were really, really close and we used to walk every day. And then all of a sudden she just went, no explanation. That's happened to me again recently, hasn't it? People just yeah, disappear. It has. I don't think that's you. I think there's outside influences that are doing that. Maybe. Because it takes quite a lot for someone to do that. I mean, even when I have cut people out, it's been a, it's been a, it's, when I say cut people out of my life, it sounds so brutal. Yeah. It's not that. It's just realising that you're trying, 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 you're getting nowhere. It's making you feel rubbish. So you just stop. And even if even if that person were to say to me now, I'd really like to make friends with you again, I'd be like, you know, I'm not horrible about it. I don't, but but you're not somebody who uh, adds to me. I feel you take from me. Do you know what I mean? I don't feel better in your presence. Yeah, the phrase I heard is, if you're, wait a minute, if you're, all you're giving is leaving you feeling empty, Perhaps you're giving too much to the wrong people. And I can really relate with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I can really relate with that as well. But I was thinking how friendships have changed over the years. And I suppose it's really nice. If I think back to school, I spent quite a while wanting to be part of something, wanting to be part of groups. And actually, I found that I don't tend to sit that well in groups because um, I tended to be quite bitchy. Then I went to college and I made friends with guys because I just got on with guys better. And you, funny enough, did the same thing. And we used to see each other a lot out of college, didn't we? Sorry, it felt, for, for you, I think we can, you, we can relate to this. I, I was friends with more men because I feel you know where you stand with them more. Mm. You can sort of at that age but then funnily enough so I thought I had an issue with girls because I didn't have any real girlfriends at college and then I went to university and then I met the most amazing bunch of girls and we lived in a house together and I loved them and we all got great and that was essentially a clique I suppose that I sat very happily in but that's probably the first time in my life that I've been part of a group before that I, I stepped outside but we're not that close now. We're all doing our own thing. I'm friends with a few of them, but we don't meet up as a group now. But living in a house worked brilliantly because they were really fun and I really like fun people. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, who doesn't? Yeah. My type of fun might not be someone else's type of fun. Everyone has a different type of fun, but they were my type of fun. They were good. They were good. Yeah, yeah, at that time. Mm. Yeah. I found I found I didn't realise how much I did miss friends until lockdown happened. I'm very lucky that I live with, you know, my best mate John. Um, so there's never short. There's never sort of we play. Essentially, we play together. You know, we muck about, um, and that's. I think that's. The, I think you need someone to muck about with, don't you? I mean, you and I muck about, and it, it makes. I don't know. You can look at it and say, oh, God, you're just being childish. Or you can just say, oh, for God's sake, you know, can just letting your hair down and not caring and, and saying what you want and, and knowing that there's no judgment or playing like a child. What's wrong with that? Oh, God. Because that is, more. I suppose, in your relationships, ultimately, the friendship is just so important. 
And I think when that friendship breaks down because of resentment or unsaid things or whatever, it's really difficult because actually your partner should be someone you play with and talk to. And as you say, just feel it can be an idiot in front of laugh at things together. Um, yeah. Hmm. You and Joe are like that though, aren't you? Yeah. You can, you can sit and chat with Joe for hours. We have TED Talks. <laughs> We literally do TED Talks. Can you imagine? They're so preachy. <laughs> Just me and him What's in a bed. TED Talk? A TED Talk. What's a TED Talk? You don't know what a TED Talk is? No. Oh, they're just like, it's like TED. It's it's the speakers. I don't know I, I, what it's officially called, but it's like the Speakers Society. And they get on like influential speakers about self-development and growth in different areas. Fascinating. The talks are amazing. So Joe and I just have our own TED Talks going on upstairs. No one's listening. They'd probably be like, oh, my God. That's brilliant. But to us, we're in it. We love a good TED Talk. You know what John and I talk about in bed? What's that? Uh, We, uh, uh, inventions. We make inventions. And we also Google stuff. And I won't say what we Google. But often, you know those little things in your head? You think, oh, I wonder if dot, 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 dot. Or how do people with dot, dot, dot do dot, dot, dot. Lots of dot, dot, dots. <coughs> Essentially, we Google stuff late night. <laughs> late night Googling. And we invent stuff. Like our last one was a bum balloon. And you basically, it's a, it's a contraption that you can blow up. It's for, um, it's for stag do's and hen parties and stuff, right? And yeah. you can put your fart in a balloon. So you, some, you have you do it. And then when you're in a public space, you can pop it and blame it on someone else. And of course, all the challenges that go with that. What sort of bum do you need? Is that why you were studying your bum What sort of instruction hole? manual do you have? Is that why you were down there looking? No, it wasn't. It's because I hadn't seen it. And it occurred to us I'd never seen it. And he was beside him. Anyway. anyway okay, moving on. Next question um, from Jane. <laughs> moving on moving on um okay this is really interesting this is about communities am i rocking the boat again sarah (laughs) always always um right she's talking about communities so she's a mum to a young child Mm. and basically she said it used to be which i assume she means is like motherhood and bringing up a family it used to be done by a whole village You'll have to let me know if I haven't got that right, Jane, but I'm pretty sure I have. Okay, motherhood and raising a family used to be done by a whole village and now it's done behind closed doors, usually predominantly by one woman and a much smaller version of the village. If you could pick your village, who would you have? Like someone who's helped you with the kids or cheered you up or come come over for a cuppa and held your baby while you shower. Who would be in your village? We could have a celebrity village. Ooh. With your celebrity mates in. Ooh. Who we have? Dizzy Rascal. <laughs> You've got a good Dizzy Rascal story. <laughs> yeah. I have got a good Dizzy Rascal story. <laughs> go on, go on. Don't, this is who you want in your village, Dizzy yeah, Rascal. Yeah, I did promise. I did promise celebrity name drops in this podcast. So I feel like we should, yeah, hold me accountable to that. Just drip them through. So the one today yeah. is Dizzy Rascal. Yeah, yeah. 
So basically, my husband <laughs> used to manage Pendulum. Um, a few of the listeners will know who that is. If you don't, they were a massive dance kind of rock act. Um, and I went to Ibiza with them as part of this thing called Mallorca Rocks and you get a villa. And so Joe and I arrived early at the villa. <laughs> the person who stayed in the villa before us was Dizzy Rascal. And in a little dish, he'd written enjoy with like a smiley face and left a spliff. And I've been drinking through the day. So I was like, <laughs> woohoo, doobie from Dizzy, a doobie from Dizzy. Hence, Joe and I went on to smoke the doobie from Dizzy. <laughs> to which I, yeah, I was just all over the place. I don't know what was in the doobie from Dizzy. And Joe was like freaking out. But it was a great start to a week in the villa with Benjamin. <laughs> That sounds like an amazing start. I love it. Just yeah. the fact that Doobie and Dizzy rhyme. It was just funny. And you can imagine me off on a giggly one. Uh, so anyway, who would you want in your village? Okay, so we'll have, we'll have Dizzy with his doobies. And Manager Joe, keeping everyone in check. Oh my God, of course we need my amazing husband, Manager Joe. And John? And what about a community to raise our children? We could have Jay Jagger cleaning the caravans. You can have two. I'll save that story for another time. <laughs> Jay Jagger cleaned your caravan. She oh, did. Just feels wonderful. Anyway, yeah, we're, we're going to go there another week. Um, she did. We, who else would we have in our village? <laughs> we would have... Miriam Margulies. I still can't say it. Miriam Margulies, because she would be a mate. She doesn't like children. No, we need some people... Because the question was about raising... She tolerates them. No, 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 but that's what we need. Children need to know that not everyone likes them. Do you not think? It's an important lesson to learn. Kind of, but I think she's talking about kids that are like too young to look after themselves when you need that most amount of help when you're most exhausted at the start. Oh, okay. I think. But yes, I, I agree. I agree. You need the sort of person that's going to leave a casserole on your doorstep. Mm, who's that? Would you have Nigella? Who leaves a casserole? Nigella making us naughty treats. Oh. Naughty treats. And she'd have to be extra sexy with it to cheer us I up. I think Jamie. I think he seems like a good bloke who could. Would you? Yeah. Or he, would you prefer Gordon? Or maybe Gordon. I'd like both of them. I'd like to have both of them there. They can get a bit of time off. Yeah, I think you're right. Oh, what are we thinking of? Ainsley Harriet all the way. <laughs> What's wrong with a bit of Ainsley Harriet? He's well chirpy. Okay, we'll have him too. Isn't he? We'll have three. Oh, we'd be fed really Mr. well. Mr. Motivator. You'd need Mr. Motivator to keep the kids doing exercise. Yeah, so he can look after the kids. Who would come in and look after the babies? Super Nanny. Yeah, I don't think she's really a baby person, is she? Babies are quite difficult. I don't know. Mine were really easy. I was very, very, very lucky with both of mine. Zaki was a starter baby, so he did everything perfectly, which was amazing. Um, and Maisie, um, considering the time I was having when I was pregnant and when she was very little, she was incredible. Neither of my babies were difficult. They both slept, they both weaned, they both breastfed beautifully, they both were totally potty chained by the time they're two. 
and none of it is anything to do with me. It was all luck. Do you know what I'm thinking? Don't say that. No, it's not. It is a lot to do with you. You're brilliant with them. Don't discredit yourself. Mm, I'm quite relaxed with them. Yeah, there you go. So for this community, I mean, it's kind of obvious, we'd have all of our guests we've had so far and all of the guests that we've already booked in for the next month because all these women are amazing. Lubna, she'd be saying good morning to everybody. Julie Budge, she'd be the camp, she'd be the talks around the campfire. Then we'd have Julie New, she'd be there if you're having problems, you needed someone to talk to. Bella, because she's brilliant and she's funny. She'd be keeping everyone calm. She, yeah, we'd, we'd. Oh my God, you're right. Yeah, and I guess that kind of summarises. It's quite lovely that question because now I'm thinking it kind of summarises what we're doing here with Brave Bird Club. We're introducing amazing women with brave stories to tell, and we're creating a community we can all be part of mm-hmm. because it is missing. I'm excited about this community. Yeah, it is missing. Yeah, I'm excited. I read. I'm so keen to see the women in their knickers. I know it's like the missing ingredient. I really am. I'm so because excited. You, oh my! Because you know, you know when someone's wearing them, they're about to do something. You know, they're about to. They've, they've chosen them and gone right. Today's the day. I'm putting you on. And I think, as you've said before, it's just incredible. It's so exciting. Yeah, it is. And the community, that is how a tangible way that we can support people. I mean, as well, we're growing. We're going to introduce ways for us to interact with each other more so we can get to know each other more. But the knickers are just a tangible thing that you know when you have those knickers, you're part of something, isn't it? Like you're part of that energy, that hope, that magic. Or It's, yeah. Okay, so we're in a village. We've got our cooks. We've got our partners. We've got our brave birds and... Do we have a village bike? (laughs) Do we what? What was that? What did you say? Do we have a village bike? (laughs) You heard about the village bike. Do you mean mean a village bike like someone who goes around and sleeps with everyone? Yeah, everyone's got one of those in every village. (laughs) Oh dear. Okay, we'll have a village bike. I'm going to put my brave bird pants on. I've decided I'm going to go to Bog. I've decided I am going to go to Bogner. I'm going to go to this party without you. <gasps> oh, I'm so chuffed. That's brilliant. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, I'm yes. going to drive down on my own. I'm going to go. And then I'm going to come back the next day. And I'm going to wear my pants. Lucy, that's amazing. Oh, I'm proud of you. Go do it. Yay. That's a party. If people don't know what we're talking about, that's Julie Budge. She's leaving. We're sad about it. It's a connection we made for my sister's house and she's wonderful and she's brought it to the place that it is. This is the charity we're supporting through the sale of our knickers. However, there is a new CEO coming in who I'm sure is magnificent, so we will connect with her. And that's a perfect opportunity to also to meet Julie Walters. You have to bring her knickers. Well, absolutely, she needs knickers, doesn't she? Oh, that's really exciting. I'm very excited. And that's I'm, really brave, Lucy. I'm really excited to support Julie Budge. It is mm. brave because I haven't... I've, I've put it on the Facebook page before, but I've not really talked about it too much. But I have um, a neurological disorder 
which makes um, it flares up and it goes back down again, all the rest of it. So basically, I haven't done anything like this since I've been ill on my own. This is going to be my first outing on my own since I've been poorly. So it's over two years. <gasps> this is amazing. How can we all support you? You'll have, to, you'll have to share as you're going down there so we can all cheer you on. Oh, Lucy. Oh, I will. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and I've got to not be a dick in front of Judy Walters. No, be a total dick. Anything, as long as it's rememberable. I will be. It will be rememberable. Everyone will have it scarred onto their brains. No one will be able to function properly. Be awful. I might take Alan. Icebreaker. I'm tempted. Can you put Alan in the pants? I'm tempted. We could cut a little tail hole. And... I've decided he does need to wear pants because his, his penis and bollocks are really offensive at the moment. So I've decided that I do want him to wear pants. <laughs> They're really gross. I think all boy dogs should wear knickers. <laughs> oh, God, you got me with that one. Um... <laughs> <laughs> all right. No, seriously, is there anything else you wanted to add? A big thank you again. Thank you again for listening. Thank you. We're with you. And if times are crap, we get you. And those are the words I have to leave you with today. (laughs) And they won't be crap forever. (laughs) Won't be crap forever. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, Sarah. Thank you. So great to chat. Lots of love. Thank you so much for joining us today. To show us some support and help us reach more people, please leave us a review. And why not recommend us to a friend? And remember, the conversation does not end here. We're excited to get to know you and for you to mix and find inspiration within our Brave Bird community. Find us below by clicking on the links to our socials. Thanks again for listening, guys. And don't forget, wherever you go, always wear your Brave Bird knickers.